Plowing with some hoes. Plowing with hoes. Song about plowing. <laughs> this, this, this podcast is run by five-year-olds. <laughs> Indeed. In this heat, our age is decreased by two. Wait, we're three now? Twenty, I mean. <laughs> we're negative fifteen. <laughs> so, I mean, we predate we, ourselves. We just, we just had our de-aging arc. It was kind of awkward to go into into puberty in reverse. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, um, you guys rejoin. Um, rejoin and rejoice. Rejoin, rejoice. It's up to you. Stay drunk, hell yeah. Forbin hasn't appeared yet. Do we even know what he looks like? Nope. Did we get a. Can I ask for a description of Forbin? I doubt he just comes in and pronounces his own name. It's I, Forbin. It's I, Forbin. Yeah, you have arrived for my pre dinner drinking binge. Nah. Kicks in the door. Rejoice! <laughs> Rejoice, peasantry, for I, Forbin, am here. Bless you with my presence. <laughs> Bask in my glory. Your savior is here. Mm. <laughs> yeah. Oh, boy. As I'm, I'm going to be as very disappointed if that's not his voice. <laughs> he, uh, he's described as just a... He's described as perfectly average. Well, he's an yes. artist and he's eccentric, so he'll probably stand out. He... Himself is a middle-aged dwarf, but his most distinct feature is uh, he has uh, heterochromatic eyes. So he has uh, a uh, brown eye and a grayish eye. She she describes him and she points out looking at the eyes would be the easiest way because it's unique. Considering if she just describes him as a dwarf, you've seen him like 20 times outside already, so... <laughs> just imagine a scenario where I'm just like, Are you Forbin? Are you Forbin? Are you Forbin? <laughs> just, just pick him up and have to go, Are you Forbin? Oh, eat. Forbin, eat. <laughs> but like over the fence. Just a mountain of dwarves just outside. Into, just, <laughs> just into the inn where we're waiting. I'm like, okay, another one. <laughs> and then just you get him another ale. At, at some point, you just start start stacking like, like bowling bins <laughs> throughout the inn. Stack the dwarves up. In the, <laughs> In a bowling bin for him. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, as you guys are day drinking, Elendar uh, enters enters the building. Mm. Your savior is here! <laughs> <laughs> it's now like five o'clock approaching dinner time. So Foreman should be arriving roughly around this time. But what, what kind of food do they serve here? It's very um, rustic, homely. Uh, Mostly just comfort food. Uh, it's it's not plain. It's it's very nice, but uh, just not very. It's nice and comforting. Yeah, it's it's not very sophisticated. Just we'll order some food while we wait. I guess for the both of us. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So uh, she takes your order and Alan's here. You guys don't even bother to get anything for them. She's <laughs> just kind of sitting there being sad at the bar. <laughs> There's just a, like get scenes from Buck and Tai playing in the background. <laughs> uh, so yeah, she she takes your order. Uh, a moment, uh, not too long passes. The, the, the inn is starting to fill up, but it's uh, it's still well not completely quiet. But for a dwarven tavern, it's it's uh, just nice. Just want to eat or uh, yeah, maybe eat. eat and wait for Forbin. Uh, yeah. Okay, so yeah, the mule sh- uh, shows up and roughly halfway through dinner, the dwarf named Forbin uh, shows up. He does he announce himself? He does not <laughs> announce himself. That's unfortunate. Um, but every time someone enters, you, you 
guys, just make sure to uh, to check who comes in. It's, it's just like the uh, the entire inn just goes, hey, it's Forben, Forben, how you doing, man? How's it going, Forben? <laughs> That's convenient. Like all, like all of a sudden, someone from like there's a friends uh, there's a friends couch where everyone's just sitting. It's like hey, as the uh, the innkeeper uh, mentioned, he has a a brown and a grey eye. So it's uh, every time someone enters, you basically just look at the eyes and nope, nope. Just <laughs> <laughs> jump up to him like you didn't great. Do um, see, for I am colorblind. But yeah, as he uh, he enters, he, he walks up to the bar, and um, the innkeeper, she uh, as they are uh, talking, she already points them uh, him towards your table. I raise uh, a flying. He kind of holds his hand and uh, he, he grabs his drink and, and walks up towards your uh, you guys. You were looking for me? Yeah, we heard you were the guy to go to for some information about the ruins. Oh, you, you're the adventurer coming to help us with... Yeah, uh, mind, mind if you sit? No, take a seat. So yeah, he, he takes a seat and he starts describing uh, about what happened. Uh, not the 20. I'm so glad we haven't had combat yet. Oh god, whoever goes first wins then. So yeah, there's not a whole lot of useful information it's mostly the same he was out near the border towards Isker and on his way back he he passed besides the uh, the cemetery which is connected to the ruins and he heard, heard wailing so yeah he was curious and and went to to check it out and it he managed to get himself towards the, the actual ruins the, the cathedral or at least the, the, the abbey, the ruin building. Uh, but the closer he got, the, the stronger the sound became. And when he was just in front of it, uh, it, it almost seemed like the, uh, the sound was like coming from every direction. So not from just inside, but it was everywhere. And he freaked out, so he, he left. He doesn't mention seeing anything, just hearing the sound. But it, it lines up with uh, all the stories you've heard about this this sound being there, but not really coming from from anywhere. Have you been back there ever since, or just steer clear of that? He he avoids it. He does pass along the, the other path, but he, he does avoid getting near. So he, what what time of day did you do you remember uh, remember what type of time of day it was? Mm, I returned quite late, so I think nine, ten ish. It, it it was pretty getting pretty late, so it, it it was getting dark or mostly dark when when I got there. But so I wasn't sure if I just didn't see it or. But yeah, it the place spooked me, and, and I wasn't gonna stay there. Or did it sound human or? Something else. It sounded like a woman crying. And that's all you know? That's all I saw or heard better. Have you have you spoken to anyone else? I mean, like in few townsfolk, but most of them just tell the same thing. Hearing crying, wailing, shadow people. Yeah, I've, I've, I've asked around and at least met some of the other people who, who experienced it, but it, it looks like everyone says the same or... If they've seen the same, just a crying woman, but 
no one has actually seen the source, just heard it and seen some shadows move around. I don't think so. I mean, you'd have to ask the other people, but... Get maybe some names that we can chase down? Yeah, uh, but as he starts mentioning people, they seem to be the, the, the same people already mentioned and uh, well, not interrogated, but spoken to before. All right. Uh, anything else I can help you guys with? I mean, anything you guys want to ask? No, I don't think there's much else we could get from uh, this uh, story at the moment. We already know where it is as well, since our... I don't think that there's going to be a lot more than we can learn in town, mm. unless there's a bookstore that contains specific treatises on a variety of things for us to do research in, but if not, then we're going to have to get down uh, notice to the grindstone. Well, I'm sufficiently intoxicated, so... You guys want to try to have a go at it? Let's go tomorrow. We have you to think about you? vision for you. That would be no problem. I got a torch. We got a torch as a cat. And that. That light. But then again, we also have to get there and back again. So I don't trust myself enough in the wilderness uh, to be able to find my way back there at night. We got a tracker with us and a homing beacon attached to set tracker. <laughs> so we'll be fine. Up to you guys if you want to go at night. I'd say let's go. Okay. I uh, uh, buy uh, Forbin a drink. And, uh, thank him for his efforts. He, he thanks you and um, he says his goodbye to, to you guys and, and joins uh, a other table. It seems to be a few friends of his. All right. Uh, I'd say we head out. Yeah. Fair enough. Okay. Um, someone make a uh, survival check to see if you can uh, navigate in the dark. I, uh, I provide a... I'll uh, lead. It's an 11 total. 23. And that's with a plus 7, I mean... It's just... Yes, just... Yeah. Um, I have not been here before, that's my excuse. <laughs> you miss a tree so much, you just get too distracted hugging them. Hugging every tree and just oh look, look look at this nice oak oh look at this just, oh, just one is just a really <laughs> one is just a really big lumberjack <laughs> just like just three dwarfs stacked on the so what is that some gravity falls with daily the preparation for uh, my alchemist uh, dedication where was a healing potion for her um yeah I think there were one or two like a elixir and a healing potion I think. Uh, so I, I think you wrote it down, but um, yeah, minor elixir of life. Um, my L for my f- five infused reaction uh, reagents that I get, I'll have um, one minor elixir of life to distribute to whoever needs it. Keep that myself. Give you an, uh, a mutagen, okay, a juggernaut mutagen, and for the rest, I'll make uh, lesser alchemist fires. Okay. Um, so yeah, uh, easy enough to find the place. Uh, Elendor already visited, so. Um, I'll let Joe scorch a little patch of grass every now and again so we can find, find a way. Hands will gravel it up but with a flaming cat. Just yes. follow the burning path. Yes. You follow the fire. <laughs> follow the wildfire. <laughs> no, not go away from it. Go towards it, you idiot. <laughs> Did I stutter? So you're now at the outskirts of this uh, place. And it seems to be a uh, like a small mound with the, the ruins on top. And on a, like a lower step of this uh, this this tiny hill uh, is a small cemetery and you guys are now at the outskirts so not 
on the area is it, itself. Is it, is it now like dusk or is it like full on nighttime? Uh, left it's about it's summertime, so it's getting darker by now. Okay, but, but I not, can still see. You can still see, yeah. Can I uh, scout the area a little bit to see if I see something? Make Here a perception. Can I listen in the meantime if I hear anything? Ooh. Make a perception. 24. Uh, that is a 24. I'll just be walking around with the uh, detect magic on. Around the area or? <laughs> yeah, just, just around the, uh, the outskirts. Yeah, outskirts. Yeah. Uh, like we hear the wailing as well, right? Or Yeah, uh, at the outskirts, you start just. just it starts slowly building up, but you notice that the, the closer you get, the, s- the stronger it, it seems. Mm-hmm. So. With my 24, <laughs> can I determine if this the, is the cemetery you, the you whale see? Is like human or something? Um, or there's like a we arrived like no. at the bottom. Uh, yeah, at the bottom. You're basically still kind of like off the map, ignored. just to the, to the <laughs> uh, below. But this you can kind of see up uh, towards the hill. Um, at the top, you, you start seeing the uh, like the, the actual ruins. ruin. Okay. Yeah, and but there's the like small mausoleums. Um, yeah, and then like there's a few pass- pathways leading up and kind of yeah, going slightly around. And that's only for you to see. <laughs> all right, we're, yeah. all, we're all there. I yeah, mean, but, but like he makes the perception check. He sees his bed, but yeah, she also made a perception check and also got a twenty-four. Oh well, then she sees the same. But oh, she being, hears I was the being, same. I was being ignored. Yeah, we we came in from basically from the south, so mm-hmm. we're at this like T split right now. Um, right. At the top of the map, you start seeing the uh, the ruins, but because mm-hmm. they're kind of like higher elevated, and there's still some broken walls, um, you're kind of just looking against the walls. So even though you can see the building has kind of like crumbled, you can't really look inside because of the, the angle. Okay. Do we see like anything out of the ordinary? Like Zoig Scoot. That was actually pretty good. <laughs> bit to the side, uh, near one of the mausoleums, you see a, a single, uh, at least there are more trees, but there's a single tree which seems to be kind of out of place. Well, I'm gonna get on to the root of the problem and gonna start punching some trees. <laughs> it's Don't punch the trees, they never did anything um, to you. Eleanor yeah. says as she runs up and hugs the tree. Compared to the, the other okay. trees in the forest and, and around this place, this one seems to be kind of just not fitting in. Like, uh, it seems to be a different kind of tree. It's like the, the rest is like oak and this is like birch wood. Yeah, it, it seems to be just not it stands out. It's it not like it's huge or anything. It just doesn't seem to be fitting for this place. I'll uh, go check it out. But uh, do I see anything out of the ordinary on this tree? Shake off all its leaves. Ignored. That's true. <laughs> you rolled for the if perception I, for what I could hear, and if I could discern yeah. whether it was I don't know a Sorry, creature I that I would recognize or a human or the sound you hear. It seems like a. A female or a human woman, uh, woman, or at least it it sounds female. It's hard to tell the, the exact race, but it it's, sounds like a, just a crying woman. But the source is very hard to actually discern. Um, as you get closer, you notice the source seems to be kind of like almost um, spreading out. So I'm, I'm making from my a distance, you can kind of hear it coming from a building. But the closer you get the more 
like it's it sounds like it's coming from the entire area and it's kind of like just enveloping the space instead of coming from a. Can I discern whether it's not just the wind? (laughs) (laughs) And people are just cuckoo. Yeah, it's uh, easy enough to tell. It's a actual sound, not just wind blowing through a funny hole and and just. Do I detect anything with my detect magic going around? It's the Allen radar. The Allen star. I detect Allen's. <laughs> Allen. 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 Oh, yeah. <laughs> the Allen jar. Presence magic. So, how far uh, up to the building are you going? Just um, staying outside the cemetery or No, uh, if, if they're going into the cemetery, I'm joining them. In okay. There. In that case, you noticed the, the tree giving a, a magic ping. That tree yeah, gives Alan detected. It's like on your visor it says Alan detected. <laughs> There's an Alan inside the tree. Like I just have Terminator vision. It's just like there's little lines of code everywhere. I look around. Tree lights up. Alan detected. There's something off about that tree. It's I I, I was magical. walking towards it already. Be careful out there. I make no promises. I know. Can I roll for tree? What do I need to roll? Uh, to your nature or survival. Roll to punch it. Can that be an attack roll? Just chop down a tree? No. <laughs> uh, <laughs> that is a 23 for survival. And an 18 for if it was nature. Um, yeah, so you can do... But survival's your better one. So from closer up, you you can definitely tell this tree doesn't belong here. You can tell from the, from the ground. It's almost like this tree was just planted here. Usually when... If looking at the other trees, you can kind of tell uh, there's like moss growing and, and the way the dirt is... This looks like it has moved recently. It, this one, it looks like it's just literally been planted here. The, the earth is kind of overthrown a bit. There's moss around it, but not on the actual tree. And it, it just doesn't belong in this place. Or it's... It, it hasn't just grown here. As a precaution, I activate my ring and unbuckle my sword and touch the tree. See if I feel Oof. like anything <laughs> radiating from it. I stay where I am. Detect magic still going. Actually, now that I know that it's there, I drop my detect magic and I cast read aura on the object. Let's see how long. Would you like to do anything? No, not yet. <laughs> cast time is one minute. Okay. You're ready to start for fire. Gives you. <laughs> Oh, only you can cast force fires. It gives you the school of magic. Okay. So as you start casting it, you you touch it. You're like flat palm, but with an unbuckled sword as well. It does feel like a normal tree. Just looking at it and ignoring the, f- the floor and the ground around it, it. There's nothing strange about the tree itself. Does just it doesn't seem to be. It, it, it's unfit to be here. It just seems to be misplaced. Misplaced. Yeah. The tree itself doesn't appear. It's a century. Someone accidentally planted the tree. Yeah, whoops. <laughs> copy pasted in the wrong area. Whoops. Or planted itself. I copy pasted the wrong kind of tree here. So as you're touching the tree, you get a ping from your aura. Technically, it's for an item, but. What does that mean? It's an object. The tree is an object, right? Yeah. 
yeah, technically no, not it's not an item. In this case, no, it's... Um, if you can swing the tree around, it could be considered an item. But yeah, I'm just gonna say, uh, you sense a, a occult presence to this uh, tree. It's Cthulhu. <laughs> we cannot comprehend the true nature of the tree. The tree is just what our minds make of it. Okay, yeah, that adds up. Whatever that's, whatever that tree is, it's a part of whatever's happening here. Mind if I chop it down? By all means. Uh, go for a double-handed swing. Make a. Uh, wait, I look at Eleanor first. When I say that, <laughs> can I chop it down? I, um, I yeah, we can try. Just please be careful. I'm not entirely sure uh, what to expect. I am going to roll for tree. Make a attack. Just make a tree. Rage. Meanwhile, I want to hint at Joe to, like, flame on. This is a... Uh, Joe flames on, starts burning. <laughs> this is a 28 to hit. Uh, a 28 hits. Okay. It's 9 plus... It's 11, 15. So, as you whack into the tree, it seems to be remarkable uh, sturdy. Like, you've hit trees before, and a tree of this size, you, you should be able to at least go halfway with the amount of force you're uh, putting in this. But it's... You give, like, a, a, a dent. It, it does go in, but... Uh, it bounces back. It dents, <laughs> the, it dents the tree and my ego. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you are actually cutting into it and going through the bark, but it seems to be more... A lot more resilient as to what you would expect. Is my weapon? I, I have a, a, a like a tabletop question. Is my weapon considered magical now that it's uh, engraved through the room? No, I think for magical you need a separate. That's a good question, isn't it? Magical gear, magical, magical trait. I don't think it is striking, rune. Striking. It's basically just an enhancement, like a sort of magical sharpening tool. Doesn't say it becomes magical, so I don't think it is. But I take a step also, back and watch what happens. Just as, as, a, mm -hmm. as a tabletop thing as well, because it is relevant at this point. Um, with uh, read aura, I learn which magical school it is. So abjuration, conjuration, divination, enchantment. Uh, necromancy. Uh huh. Yeah, no, that's not good. <laughs> well. It's a cult, and it's necromantic in nature. Cut it down. What did you want to do? As the tree receives its flesh wound, uh, does the wailing get worse? That's a good question. As you hit the tree, the wailing stops, and it becomes a like a scream. Sounds like you basically hit the woman, <coughs> and she doesn't seem to like it. Uh, but the wailing stops after. Do we want to investigate this further, or do we just chop down the tree? Uh, I'm gonna look up if the... Oh, well, yeah, it is magical. The the fundamental, so striking gives it a magic trait. Okay. It's kind of important to know. So what do we do? As you, after the whack, and you all hear the wailing, because it's kind of like just annoying everywhere, and it's, it's not that loud that you'd say uh, it becomes a a mental problem, but it is noticeable how it changes into a scream and stops after about a minute if at least if you wait that long yeah after about a minute you start hearing like growling does it come from the tree or 
same as the, or the yeah, yeah. kind of like all, all the way around. You guys want to check inside the ruins first, or do we take down this tree? It's hard to tell. Something in me just says hit it again, but at the same time, <laughs> the tree is probably a part of something. We just have to get to the root of it. Extended nerve of something. I'd say we explore a little bit, see if we can find anything else, and then after that, come back, cut down the tree. Yeah, same. The same. Maybe there was like a source inside. Yep. Maybe. I mean, we. Yeah. Um, I start moving uphill. Okay. Towards the uh, ruins. There's like a door, right? Yeah. Um. Yeah. There's like a. Um, well, I'll just can, can we can we get to Big stone yeah. entry, as far as I remember seeing. Um. There's like a small stairway. Uh. Leading up. And the tree is like almost right like here, a, right on the right side. Yeah. Okay. Maybe we should check in the mausoleums. There. Yeah, that might be a good idea. I think secure a uh, secure escape route. If there is more going on here than anything undead coming out of uh, those... Did you sense anything from the mausoleums? I detected nothing from the mausoleums, but yes. it might be a good idea just to double-check everything. I switch okay, uh, from Read Aura back over to uh, Detect Magic. Okay. And I start exploring the uh, mausoleums. I follow. I mean, most mausoleums are usually closed off, so... Not with violence, is it? <laughs> Can I roll for door? For the uh, for the ruins? For the mausoleum. For the mausoleum. Um, there are, like, fancy but uh, deteriorated wooden doors in, in, uh, in it. So if you want, you can kind of, like, just bash them open. Um, they don't seem... They're, they're starting to kind of, like, uh, crumble oh. and, and rot down, so... So do we investigate or leave these alone? <laughs> Out of the blue. Hello? Yeah, yeah opening the, the bestiary. <laughs> it's an elemental fortress. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> like, right, okay, sure, I suppose. <laughs> well, we check the mausoleums. See if we can just push our way in. I tried the door. Just want to just push it open or yeah for now I just want to see make a uh, what's it uh, athletics athletics or no athletics that's he's a god's cock he's the worst <laughs> and that is uh, still 13 it's it takes a bit of effort but as you start kind of like pushing it most of the door just kind of falls apart and the hinge kind of gives in and, and, and it falls down what do I see make a perception check that's better uh, 23. Better. And if it's too dark in there, I'd light the ever-burning torch. It's not dark yet, right? No, but it might be in the mausoleum. Yeah. Yeah, so you notice it's hard to see in inside because it's dark, but using the torch, you, you shine some light on it, and you see a uh, a single casket, like a, a stone casket, in the center of this kind of small room. There's like a, a few uh, symbols and, and just some carvings and, and it seems to be like just personal possessions and, and decoration which has been left with the, uh, the person. Uh, it's extremely dusty. Do I notice any like tracks from the, the casket and is the casket closed? It's closed and everything is covered in a, a layer of dust. Oh, doesn't seem... Does my detect magic pick anything up? No. Okay. Then we'll basically yeah. do the same thing for the other two. the same uh, yeah. before. I'll basically do the same thing for the other two, just to make sure. Um, or another athletics and a perception check. Uh, that is a uh, 26 for the athletics, and 20 for the perception. 
So, yeah. Just Kool-Aid man, you kind of just walk in through the door. Oh, yeah. Um, it's like, and there's like an ash-shaped hole in the door. Seems most of the, the things you find are uh, similar, just layers of dust. Uh, same, same idea, casket walls, no... Yeah, one of the caskets is open, but inside is the same amount of dust and just... Is there a corpse inside? Uh, there is a corpse, uh, just a completely decayed skeleton. I close the casket. You close the casket. And go to the next one. Aha! That is still a 19. <laughs> we have legs. Still cool, late Manning. And a 22 for perception. Final mausoleum. Similar. Just. Casket still closed? Casket still closed. This one seems to have a lot less. Uh, of the, like there's a burned out candle and that's about it the, the first one had like some relics and, and symbols and, and this seems much fresher basically. no more like this one seems less important less important yeah less okay. less stuff uh, filling in the, the spaces well nothing here I guess we're fine on that front then should we head into the ruins yes into the ruins we go uh, I'm gonna do what I do best Going to the ruins. Oh yeah! Uh, the ruins themselves don't have a, a actual door. Just a. I just find a wall to oh yeah through. <laughs> you Kool Aid Man, just just besides the door. <laughs> just next to the door. Um, if you swipe right, I think, or at least just swipe it, there should be another map. Hey, it's your first swipe. Not yet. We're getting there. This is good. Good ass mapping, though. God damn. Good ass mapping. Okay. One cheek, there's the other. <laughs> ah, yes, I see. So, um, what do we see when we enter here? Basically what you see on the map, it's it's a uh, ruined building. The walls have crumbled down and it seems like there was a, a second floor on top, but uh, everything is just completely collapsed. You see some pillars indicating there were separate rooms, but by now it's almost like it's just one big, big hall with just a few pillars left. You keep going through or just open in the... In the uh, I want to have a good listen first to see if I can pinpoint the uh, sound of the wailing. My detect magic's also still going. Can yeah. you do the same? Yeah, I just want to follow in behind and uh, listen as well. Oh, yeah! Magic happens when I do that. 25 <laughs> on the perception check. See, it even helps. It even helps the roll after yours. It's the 28 on perception. Jesus. Looking through these ruins, there seems to be like a small room in the back. So for you guys, in the back one right over here uh, in the top right, uh, mostly collapsed. The other three are kind of still making it into a, a like a small room. Yeah. All right. And when you get there, you notice just some some items, some stuff laying laying there, but it seems out of place enough to notice this entire place is just a, a giant dump it's it's dusty uh, it's just debris everywhere and and it doesn't seem like it's been visited in 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 years but except for those items yeah these items they seem kind of fresh uh, they they are old and and just it's just a pumpkin musky, but, but yeah it 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 seems like they have been recently Used and they're not covered in the same layer of just. What kind, what kind of items are we looking at? I'm not touching anything, just looking at the items. There's a few just 
random knickknacks like uh, like uh, some cutlery, um, like kind of like a cup, a, a a teapot, and there's like a small canister uh, with like a, just a lid on it, uh, but you can't see what's inside of it. Does that look locked from here? Uh, no, it's more like uh, it seems to be like a a for tea canister, like a tea canister. Just you can just pop the lid off and and like sugar or you can just store things in it all right not really locked just a, a simple squeeze on lid and there's a uh, like a s- very small table uh, to the side with a few presumably maybe alchemical items they they seem like dried flowers and and just like seems to be like a chicken food or something you gotta uh, get your protein somehow you can't really identify everything uh, but it seems to be like for either cooking or alchemy or, or <laughs> haggery I wonder do you sense something in this room do I sense something in this room you do not sense something in the room mm. would I with my vague knowledge and considering the evidence that we have around us be able to recognize anything considering uh, the knowledge that I had before that I might have something to do with the there's a picture undead. Of, there's a picture of you as a kid <laughs> Small little Bobby Allen jar with a mask. Make a occultism. Uh, Nine. Shit is going down, or at least you think there's no. It's noticeable something is going on mm-hmm. here. It's it's weird, but it's hard to tell what exactly. And we still hear that growling around us, right? The growling is has subsided and it's now crying again. It's yeah. I guess um, I'll pick up the canister and check what's inside. Um. Insights uh, seems to be tea leaves, but you can't, or at least you don't know exactly what kind. Uh, walk up to Elendar and give him the canister. Alright, take a look inside. Same for you. You recognize tea. Um, you could try uh, using a crafting check to see if you can identify. I do just that with a 23. You recognize this as Dreamtime tea. It's somewhere between a poison and uh, just drugs. It's uh, it's not really uh, legal in the sense of it, but mm. um, almost like the way we know weed. It's kind of it, most people know about it. Not everyone is uh, as tolerant of it, but it's just a part of some people's life. <laughs> is it deadly? Um. Smoking kills, so yeah. <laughs> it's tea. No, it's at least it by itself is it's not, but using too much or um, if you well in game terms miss your your uh, saving throw, it can make you just kind of go either just dump down or actually just knock you out. Right. But it's not not deadly in the sense of you could die from ingest. It doesn't really hurt you so at this point can we discern whether or not the uh the sound has been coming from the tree um no, the sound just seems to be coming from I'm just still reverberating all around us yeah okay yeah but the tree does respond um what's the range on the tech magic 30 feet 30 feet i'm kind of like prowling around the room making sure that my uh, my aura touches yeah everything. i'm starting to kind of continue my investigation throughout everything the room everything the light touches is in my detect magic so as you are inside the... Everyone make a perception check, and you, Eleanor, make one for Joe as well. 
Un roll de 9. Un 9. Euh. 12. That's a 13 for me. And for Joe. And a 24 for Joe. Go, Joe! As you uh, guys are, are investigating the ruins and, and kind of like looking at the tree, and as Elendor, Elendor is kind of like identifying and telling you guys about what it is, Joe seems to kind of perk up and, and uh, he starts looking towards the, the entrance of the ruins. He doesn't seem to be aggressive, more like he just. Instant ghost. He, yeah, he picked something up and he seems to be just. Slightly curious, looking at what it was. So what do we do from here? Just investigate further. I, I can see on the map that there's like a hole here, but I don't know if that's actually part of. I mean, I'm still going around exploring everything, so I guess I'll stumble into it eventually. And you'll be in a whole lot of trouble. Yep. <laughs> Your face is like it's too warm for this shit. Shut up. <laughs> So Joe perks up and he's curiously looking towards the entrance. So as this happens, you guys are somewhere here near the, the top right of the map, mm-hmm. like in the back. And he doesn't kind of, doesn't really leave your side. Okay. But he does seem to be alerted and starts looking at the, the main entrance. Do we notice this? Well, he's up my side. Well, so you, you do notice probably. him acting mm-hmm. weird mm-hmm. or at least reacting to something. Um, okay, I respond to that and hint at him to, like, you know, go on and I follow. As you start following him towards the, um, the entrance, mm. you see in, uh, just outside of the doorway, uh, is it visible? Yeah, it's okay. Yeah. Right here, just mm. from the stairs, a wall of just, just 40 brambles is, like, covering or growing and covering the wall and, and you kind of see it to the sides as well like it's starting to just completely wall off uh, that side and it's doing that while she's watching it's, it's slowly just growing but you see this happen that is a deeply rooted problem um, I call back to my teammates guys get over here <laughs> something's happening did we see anything uh, while going around the uh, room? Inside the room? Yeah, so in the top right corner there's this uh, just this set of some stuff and the, the tea you find and, and mm-hmm. but the rest of the room doesn't seem to be anything particular. Okay. You so yeah, notice, we noticed this so uh, when she goes um, to us. the de- the tech magic does give you a ping on the uh, on the wall. Is it like entirely Oh, Ooh, that's that's a deeply rooted problem, yeah. That's what I said. <laughs> Okay, let's get out. <laughs> Can we still get out? I'm assuming that the vines are kind of like growing around your... Ooh, yeah. They're like on the outside of the building, but against the wall. Uh, and basically kind of like just walling it in. They're covering the entrance as well? Yeah, it's just a straight line and it keeps on growing. Still got one of them firebombs on you? I can do better. I can either produce flame... I snap my hands. Produce flame. Oof. It's also produce flame at the... Uh, Thorns. Um, what's the produce flame? Yeah, I have to roll an attack roll. Okay, yeah, roll a attack roll. I wonder if this is going to be a major thorn on our side. If we get too close. That is a 25. Yeah, that hits. 
Just a hit? Uh, um, let's see, 25. Yeah, it's a... It's, are they? What is their AC? No, it's uh, immune to critical hits. So ah, okay. um, it's just a normal hit. Is six points of fire damage. You you see a part of the, the brambles kind of just scorch up, but the burning somehow it kind of fades out and almost like it just reverses and you see them just grow back and keep going. Okay, that's going to call for some more heavy artillery then. Are there any other openings outside of this we can go through? Because on the map it looks like uh, the wall that we're closest to is crumbled down and on the back you have the back entrance and on the side as well. You remember the the sides were open when you were looking around. Alright, you just make one. I mean, I could, but I don't want to. So as you you want to go look for another way out? Yeah. Yeah. Let's, let's look for a way around. So you start looking around and having seen it now, you notice the same brambles are spreading all around the building. Okay, can they, can we still like make it out? Um, they're roughly five feet high now, so you might be able to kind of like leap over, um, but it's going to be a risk. Uh, I'm going to attack the brambles that are covering the entrance, just vertical cleave. Make an attack. Let's see what happens. I do not. It would be an 11, but it's a natural one. Yeah, that feels. In that case, I am uh, going to cast Burn Hands at the entrance. Burning Hands. And I'm going to keep trying. So, can I roll again? Or are we in the um, I'm going to do the Burning Hands first. Uh, basic reflex save, you deal to the sixth damage. Okay. Um, well, these vines are not very uh, reflexy, so just roll damage. That is uh, five points of fire damage against uh, 20 feet of them. And as soon as I see an opening, I try to leap through. Like, any, like, full-on opening. Okay, so as you burn it, you notice the same thing. Mm. Just, you have a, a very spread-out uh, flame this time, and you see, like, uh, it starts scorching, but before it even really reaches peak flame burning, it kind of just dies down and starts reversing. Okay, magically. Um, make another attack, see if you... During this burning time, if you can kind of just cleave through in time. That's 21. Uh, yeah, that is. Anything you want to do? Um, I want to take up my rapier and slash at it as well. For 10 damage. You cleave in, uh, but by the time your sword is at the ground, you notice the top is already just kind of just closing up again. Uh, make an attack. It's stuck. Isn't it? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, that is a 19. Hits. And 7 damage. Uh, 7 seems similar to Ash. You you just go into, it goes through, and by the time you regain your stance, it's completely closed up again. Yeah. So on the map, there is a hole in the middle. Is that present here as well? Let's see, I have to see the map myself. There is a kind of like a hole in the middle, um, but it's more like in the floor. Um, do you want to inspect it? Yeah. Make a uh, perception. That is 11. It seems like a like a burrow or a tunnel, similar to how uh, like rabbits and some boars uh, make them. Some dwarves? Dwarves as well. Or boars, like uh, wild pigs and such. Um, but it's too small for a person to actually go in. It does okay. seem to kind of like tunnel um, towards the entrance. 
can we determine the source of where this coming is coming from? The the brambles, as far as you can tell, the way they are spreading, it seems like a, they started near the entrance and kind of like, like went in a square around the building and started rising up from there. Did they just continue to go straight up, or are they beginning to arch over? Um, at the entrance, they seem to have stopped growing at roughly 10 feet high. Uh, the ones more to the back kind of like arrived later because they started over there. Mm-hmm. Um, but they those are also reaching roughly 10 feet. Can I climb up on anything, like to get to a higher point and maybe see the tree? There are a few walls still left intact. So if you look at the, at the map, I think it's the top left and top right. There's some, still some higher walls left. Okay. Is there one uh, like closest to the tree that I can get like climb on top of? Towards the end, you could try climbing on top of the door. It's like a arcway. Um, okay. And it's it's a bit of a finicky, but um, you figure you can at least try. Yeah. So make a, a acrobatics. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh no. Twelve. You kind of think, okay, I'm gonna climb on top of the door. And as you're standing in front of the door, you're like, it's kind of a smooth wall. So it's kind of, you try a few times, but it's kind of hard to get a start on, on, on this. That goes my entire plan. The, the sound is slowly shifting. It's still a, a wailing, crying-ish sound, but it seems to be becoming more aggressive almost. It seems to be more um, menacing and... It starts to give off a... It was already giving off a, a, a revive, but just the sound itself is starting to really sound like, well, evil, almost. Just before, it was just just normal crying, mm-hmm. but now it's starting to, to just sound almost panicking, uh, just frantic. Switch back uh, over to detect magic. Your detect magic range is... 30 feet. 30 feet, yeah, so... Oh, I do have the do you have something that can set the branches on fire continuously? Well, I was trying, but I could continue to just produce flame. I think with widened spell, it would be 35 feet. So, remembering where the tree was, mm-hmm. you figure if you were to stand like just in the corner of the uh, of the building, mm-hmm. your detect magic should just about reach the tree. So you, you kind of start heading towards the corner, kind of just mm-hmm. not touching, but just getting as near to the, the wall of thorns as, as you can, just to, to get as close. But it's not pinging, it's not going off. You're sure you're within range, but it doesn't appear to be... Okay, with that in mind, I'm going to be running around everywhere to see if I can pick up a ping. So as you run around, um, you, you can feel the entire building has been squared off by, uh, by this wall. By the time you reach, uh, or at least are you guys just going with him or standing at the entrance? We're keeping a close eye on, at least I'm keeping a close eye on the brambles, see if they start moving in. And despite my love for trees, <laughs> I feel so strongly about uh, like the, the idea that this one needs to be taken down, that I want to try to get up the <laughs> wall again. Make uh, another acrobatics. And you make a perception, see if there's nothing out of... 19 this time. So yeah, this time you're kind of looking around and using some of the other walls and kind of just going around. Uh, you manage to get high up, uh, high up enough to just be able to peer over. And you see the tree is gone. Oh yeah! Oh, um, okay. 10. 10, okay. So yeah, you're keeping an eye on, on the wall and kind of just all around to see if 
nothing weird or nothing out of place. I mean, it's as you are walking around and, and investigating, or at least sensing all around the place. Kind of nervously jogging. Nervously jogging. You feel the magic ping appear again, but it seems to be lower. Does it give a exact position or a... Gives a direction. Must have gone to Australia because it went down under. So you notice it's coming from roughly uh, the direction of the um, the entrance, the front, but it's more downwards. And thinking back about the way this place was elevated, mm-hmm. it doesn't make sense. Uh, it's lower than the floor. Just so That's you so think rude. it's something under underground or underneath. <laughs> It's near the entrance, is on the inside of the entrance? Just moving back and forth? Still, still outside, uh, but okay. it's uh, it seems to be kind of like approaching underneath the ground. It's still and the um, the hole in the middle of the room went in the direction of the uh, the entrance, right? Roughly, yeah. It seems to be still like 20 feet outside of the building. Hmm. And that hole's gonna have something to do with this. You said it was too small for me to fit in, right? Yeah, it seems to be... I think you're the biggest out of us, I think, so... Uh, it seems to be more animal-sized, not human-sized. Uh, human Sanjoin. <laughs> yeah, that's what I was thinking, but then... What can he really do? Set, the, uh, set any root on fire on the bottom. Fire cat becomes a, a earth cat. <laughs> when everyone needed him the most, he disappeared. <laughs> okay. Um, when everyone needed him the most, he burned the place down. <laughs> Everything changed Everything. with the Jovination attacks. As I, like, um, peer over the wall, because I'm still there, I notice the tree just being gone, right? Yeah. Um, what does it look like, like, on the, the spot that it was? Like, just ripped out and walked off? Or? It, no, it seems more like a... <laughs> for a cup of tea. There's a hole left where, where the tree was. The, um, there don't seem to be any, like, tracks around it. Okay. But there's a like a big circle of just uh, uprooted earth, and in the middle there seems to be a hole. Uh, it's hard to tell from this distance uh, and this angle, but you're quite sure there seems to be. It seems to be going down. Okay. Fucking tree is gone, guys. What the hell? Um, can you send Joe into the hole? I mean, we can try. I jump back down uh, from the wall inside, obviously. I don't want to lock myself out while everyone's in. And I signal for Joe to get in the hole. Okay. Um, by now... Get in the hole, tiger. <laughs> the the presence or the, the, the ping is roughly 10 feet from the entrance. Um, Whatever it is, it's slowly moving in our direction. Oh, God. Joe, uh, it's kind of tight-ish fit, but uh, he should be able to, to get in. That's what she said. Get in the hole, tiger. I was gonna say, just, just shove it in and just use more force. <laughs> he, yeah. So he can. And um, what do you want to at least command him to do? Um. Well, yeah, that's actually the the difficult part. He doesn't um, understand like a complete language, but your bond is great enough, so you can give him some basic search and destroy. <laughs> Explode. Dead end. Dead end. Dead end. Um, I pretty much want him to uh, either just go all the way through if he can, and if not, get the fuck back so we know there's something up. We're gonna kill Joe, aren't we? This is the end of her cat. 
rip mascot character or mascot. Okay, let's see. Fiery Leopard. Yes. Meanwhile, I ready my sword. I'm ready to fly into a ridge. Okay. So yeah, he seems slightly reluctant about entering, but uh, he he starts crawling in, and you kind of hear him like scuffling through, and and sometimes kind of like just clawing, trying to dig uh, his himself a bit more space, mm-hmm. and he just. After a while, the, the sound kind of dies down. This doesn't seem to carry as far, uh, or at least not far enough to really hear, hear it. But as the presence or the ping uh, keeps getting near, and it passes underneath the wall, and it's now roughly 20 feet into the abbey, and, and it's going with a, a slight. It doesn't seem to be a straight path, more like a like a small squiggly. Yeah, yeah not just just, but it seems to go uh, to go to the side a bit and mm. kind of just bending around. Um, it, but it's now roughly 20 feet into the the abbey, and cold back, cold back. <laughs> yeah, you you hear like a very faint growling or just lowish uh, sound coming from underneath. Can I hear whether that's Joe or the thing? Um, it, it's com- not, f- at least if you guys are communicating about this. Call Joe back. Uh, it doesn't seem to be the same spot, where, uh, so it's not the spot where he is sensing it, mm. but a, a bit further up. But it sounds almost like Joe growling, or at least aggressively, and it stops, and you start hearing the, the kind of like the scuffling again, and about a minute passes, and, and Joe comes awkwardly backwards, just kind of like scooting back. He's still quite clean, strange enough, but mostly dirt's just kind of like burning off. off yeah. The ping is now about 15 feet away from the hole. Is he like still growling? Or? He, yeah, he's uh, standing something next to you, but it's an aggressive... Uh, okay, so he definitely knows something's up. Okay, something's coming this way. I guess once it reaches like... 10 feet already my alchemical crossbow put a uh put one of my uh alchemist fires in there ready yet okay now 10 feet it's just a tree with sharks growing off of it so we just see like wood shark fin everyone make another perception check and uh, separate from this, the, the sound has faded over into just a stereotypical witch's laugh, like just cackling, laughing, and evil. 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 Do I need to make evil. this as well? Yeah, yeah. Uh, 23. So 20? 23. 23? 7. It's a 27 for me and an 11 for Joe. Okay. Because he's scared. <laughs> Angie, but scared. Angie, but scared. Mm-hmm. Oh, quick. Make a small. You notice, at least you both notice, there you hear the sound of movement. Mm. But you don't see anything yet. Just you hear something moving inside. And you notice a few footprints on the uh, appearing on the dirt 
they're very faint and it's like uh, because it's just dark and kind of wet it's there's not a lot of contrast so it's hard to see but you see a small like or at least a, a like indentation a footprint appear do because I recognize what type of footprint it is? Like animal, human? It's <laughs> humanoid. Uh, it seems humanoid. Not huge. Fairly big-ish. And it seems to be bare, uh, bare feet. Not a f- like a, a shoe print, but more like a footprint. Okay, like a foot foot. Okay. Would I see that as well? It's, it's very hard to notice. And sh- just she notices... You see, uh, like, very, very slow, but there seems to be a few of them kind of just stepping. Um, you magic notice your detect magic. You notice something, like, in the middle of the hole, but you don't see anything. You I just feel something. immediately point it out, like, there's footprints right there. I cast glitter dust you cast on the spot. Okay, glitter dust. And as I pointed out, I, like, back away a bit from the hole. Creatures in the area are outlined by glittering dust. It's a 15-foot burst because of my whiting magic. Mm-hmm. It, uh, each creature must attempt a reflex save. If a creature has its invisibility negated by the spell, it is concealed instead of invisible. This applies both if the creature was already invisible and if it benefits from new invisibility effects before the end of the invisibility negation effect from the spell. A reflex save. DC 18. Uh, quick math. <laughs> just, just a quick math. Let's do a quick line of coke. Um, just, just give me that spoon. <laughs> Uh, okay, I did a quick math. You all hopped up now. Uh, tar- so that's a success, a normal success. Target invisibility is negated for two rounds. Okay, you see appear a nice. Oh no, it's my mother. Ugly. <laughs> oh no, it's my mom. I fly into her rage and immediately go for the head. It it's outlined, or complete. It's outlined. I think. It's outlined. Yeah. Okay, it's so outlined. it is concealed instead of invisible. It seems. You see a humanoid shape, but it seems like hunched over uh, quite big and muscular-like. Yeah. Um, You go for an attack? Yeah, I immediately go for the head. Uh, Raged up. You want to do something or just shout it out? Oh, I was shouting it out that it's right there. Yeah. And I backed away and then he did the... He did the glitter dust. And I was ready for... Okay, so yeah, he does the glitter bomb. As he uh, does that, he attacks. So after the glitter bomb, anything you guys want to do? Change to my uh, composite longbow. Okay. I'm going to roll me a will save for backstory reasons. What did you roll? 18? 18 misses. Uh, it's just an outline, not the entire creature, but the shape is vaguely humanoid, so you're aiming where you think the head should be, but um, it's kind of strangely hunched over, um, so you just managed to, uh, to flank over it. All right. You hear the the sound or the, the, the cry or the laughing by now it was is it becomes like a, a wail a a screech and that's where we roll initiative. I got a twenty on my will save, so I'm assuming I I give myself a save. <laughs> oh no! It's it's this the DC and such are up to you. Yeah, um, it was for backstory reasons. So um, a at least depending on how hard you want it. Um, a standard level 3 DC would be level 18 for it. That's just yeah. regular base. So that makes it then. I got a 15. Why not use our Pathfinder yeah. combat pad? Finally using it again. Yay! I mean, I brought it with me for a reason. I'm going to be so happy if that plus 10 turns into a plus 11. 
Like I'm gonna be so happy when I can kill stuff. Yeah, finally kill stuff. Yeah, murder. It's like I roll of eight and uh, it's still eighteen. Yeah. If you're used to fifth edition, that's like ridiculous numbers. Yeah, it's like what the fuck are you level twenty or something? But that's that's kind of that's kind of thing we were talking about that as well. Um, that the numbers uh, don't really mean anything unless you have the context for it. Mm-hmm. So like, we could, in in terms of like sheer numbers, we could kill a Tarask at this level. It could kill us as well. Let's be honest, it probably will. What did you do? Nothing. She rolled low. She no, killed a Tarask. I did not. I did not. I did not. Oh, hi, Mark. He has a gaming YouTube channel. It's what glorious. Are what are you doing on computer? Okay, so we're at 15. 28. Yeah, Jesus Christ. <laughs> did you roll natural 20 or 19? No, 19. Oh. <laughs> Makes it even worse. <laughs> Um, ten. Ten. <laughs> Hang on. <laughs> no, uh, no, it's not a man. <laughs> you wrote me up in the initiative order is not a Miri. <laughs> well, don't worry, your old name lives on here. Oh, it does. Uh, As does, I believe, my... The stock sorcerer's name. Okay, so, big surprise, Eleanor, you're up. Mm-hmm. Big strong. So uh, did you roll for Joe as well? Or does he go on your turn? Don't have to roll. Um, yeah, on your turn. Oh, okay. Or at least uh, if you... She can give him give him yeah. directions yeah. to go. Okay. To learn this stuff because it's... Familiar. Familiar. Mm-hmm. All right. <laughs> As it is uh, mildly visible right now, um, I want to take my hunted... Ch- no, uh, what was it again? Hunt it's brain. been a while. Yeah, my hunt break. <laughs> it's been a while. So, like, lock on. So, yeah. Um, Don't eat it. She is considered concealed at the moment, uh, which basically means you can attack her, mm-hmm. um, but you you make a flat roll, just just a normal d20. Oh, okay. If it's uh, with target DC level is five, mm. um, and if you you make it, you can just do your normal attack. Okay. Uh, and if you don't, you uh, you basically miss. Mm-hmm. So it's basically, not a miss. If you yeah. Know. So there's basically a twenty five percent chance of. Auto missing. Okay. Oh, that's that's gonna be, yeah. I'm that's excited. scary because I wanted to use one of my vine arrows to like. Just, just try it. <laughs> Go for it. I'm just gonna do it. Take a chance. Roll the dice. So I pull out one of my vine arrows. Yeah. And um. Make some space. <laughs> it's the moment of truth. Let's see, vine arrow. Sorry. If I throw badly, I am gonna use my arrow for this. And you first have to roll for vision, then for the attack. So that means that you can decide whether you use it before or yeah. after you discover that you hit it? What? I don't know. No, it's basically, uh, you have to beat a five mm-hmm. uh, to see the hag mm-hmm. in order for it to, uh, to attack. If you don't see the hag, you're automatically missing. Yeah. But do you have to declare the attack beforehand and expend the resources before you roll? Yeah, it's okay. basically an additional roll to uh, your okay. attack. Yeah, I'm just looking up Divine Arrow. It does require a, uh, a additional action to basically activate the arrow. Mm-hmm. But besides that, it's basically a normal attack. Okay. Is vision clear? That's a natural five. Motherfucker. <laughs> does that pass? Uh, it's a DC of five, DC right? is five, so you hit the DC. Okay. <laughs> Jesus. Makes it that's twenty percent. That's a twenty percent chance. Let's go. Come on. Let's go, Eleanor. Let's go. 
Nope. Yeah, that, there's your hero point. <laughs> hero point. Hero point. That would have been a 10, so I'm gonna use my hero point. They probably do hero. How much better? Nope. 15. So you shoot and there's you score. There's a strange outline and you think you're shooting at like the just center mass, but this thing is so weirdly hunched over, it seems to go just uh, bet uh, between the arms. But wait, if she would shoot the ground, would it still grapple onto something? Like would the arrow still activate? Uh, she has to activate. So basically you shoot the arrow and then give a command to activate. Um, if I don't activate it, can I retrieve it? Yeah. Yes. Okay, <laughs> so yeah, you shoot the arrow, but uh, that's just your normal attack. Mm -hmm. But if you're not not using a action to activate, you still have your. Well, as soon as I notice that I miss, I yeah, don't want so to. Yeah, so you don't use the action point for activating it. Right. And then I can retrieve it. Yeah. <laughs> I'd be lost. I was like, oh, fuck. I'm gonna lose it. Okay. Good. <laughs> De-stress. <laughs> A little bit. Just a tiny bit. Not so much. Um, okay, I technically did two then already now, right? Single because time. my hunted Just shot and uh hunt prey and And you use two action points now, yeah. Yeah. That's what I mean. Yeah. Um then I'm gonna give it my last one to Joe, actually. So yeah, you use your last action point to command him, and he gets two action points. Go, right. Joe. Uh, now I need to throw uh, for him, right? The um, you want him to just attack? Yeah. Okay, yeah. So hold the uh, the flat check. I kind of want him to just like jump on him. Yeah. So he, same for him. <laughs> he has to make the the flat check to see if he hits first, and mm -hmm. afterwards he. He does. Not With a natural twenty. Okay, so yeah, he makes his attack. All right. He, he sees into the fourth dimension <laughs> and bites it. And bites. Or at least tries to bite it. He watch. He, he checks out the Twitch subscription zone. Okay, first, um, but like jump and claw. It's a nineteen. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that hits with the bonuses. Uh, yeah, twenty-seven would be two damage. Plus one fire. The bite attack? No, the claw attack. Oh, claw attack. Uh, 1d4 plus one slashing plus one fire. Okay. Uh, how much was it? Plus one fire? Two, two plus one fire. Okay. Um, he has act two action points, right? Yes. Okay, so yeah, movement and an attack. Uh, and now bite down. So uh, he only has two action yeah. points. Oh, the yeah, jumping has one, move, of course. Yeah, 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 yeah. He has okay. to move to it. My bad, my bad. No. So, next up is the mystery woman. <laughs> Call it what it is. Mm. It's a it's a green hag. Me mother. Um, the ring gave me a bonus to something, right? Uh, which one did you have? Boards. Um, or the stalwart. This hag be well bred. Oh yeah, um, yeah. It's basically doing your daily preparation. So in the morning you get five temporary hit points. Okay, just that. Yeah, uh, but every morning. So um, it doesn't stack, but you points. get your five temporary hit points. Yeah, I already added those, but. These last until your next daily preparation, as long as you are wearing the ring. Um, how are you guys set out? Um, I think Amiri is basically standing right next to the hole. I'm not standing right next to it. Uh, Joe should be like right next to right, me. Yeah. No, Joe is on the thing right now. Yeah. Okay. I I was following the um, I was following her uh, the hag as she was moving up. 
So I would probably be within 30 feet of uh, okay, yeah, just the entrance. Small I'd way probably back. be hiding somewhere. And I somewhere. stepped somewhat back from the hole. Um, which directions do you guys want to stand? I take the opposite direction from wherever she goes. <laughs> okay, so yeah, basically one is towards the entrance, one is towards the back. Um, I mean, as long as it's cover. Yeah, I'm towards the back then, yeah. She. I can see it, right? I can see an outline of it. It's concealed. Mm-hmm. So you see the outline, uh, but it's just like uh, hard to see, but it's visible. Okay. She, or the, the shape, seems to kind of look around, slightly uh, taken aback by your glitter bomb and getting a, a burning cat, uh, just wailing. But uh, she kind of recovers and lunges towards you. Okay. Creatures that start their turn grappled by a fiery leopard take 1d4 damage. So that first. Is she grappled? Yes. By the, by the claw attack? Or mm-hmm. did you pounce? No, by the claw attack. No, the jaw attack. It's only with, with the jaw attack? Yeah. Oh. Yeah, the jaw does the bite down. Frack. But yeah, we can just consider it a, a bite attack. Um. Alright, so 1d4 fire damage. That would have been a d8. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> The punishment for retroactively <laughs> changing it. Fair enough, fair enough. Um, but yeah, grab. Yeah. So it's a 1d4? Yeah. Roy, 1d4. 1. Of course. Yeah. You see like a, a small hinge of smoke kind of just coming up. <laughs> but considering that she's grappled, she needs to break free first. From grab? I don't think so. You can attempt it, but you don't have to, right? Yeah. And the attempt also cost 1d4 damage. A grab creature can use the escape action to get out of the grab. And grab ends for the grab creature the target moves away. Uh, the body part can be used for uh, for using a strike, but they can still use a strike. Okay. So I'm gonna look for the fiery leopard, which is now disappeared. And of course grab isn't. So yeah, she can still basically attack, uh, but not using the body part which Joe is hanging on. Where's Joe biting? Um, I was like hoping for the like shoulder neck area. Okay, so one of she can't use her head. Now she can't think. Her intelligence is zero, therefore she dies. He dies. <laughs> <laughs> it's in the rules, man. <laughs> in the rules, man. <laughs> oh, uh, flat-footed and immobilized condition. If you attempt a manipulate action, you must succeed a DC five flat check. So basically, she can't really move, and she can't use the one of her arms for attacking. She has to make the same role we have to make now okay. to be able to uh, do a manipulate action. So not everything is uh, all right. Let's go. She kind of starts shaking a bit and and almost spasming, and she kind of bends over, and a just a cloud of green vapor spreads out in the area. It's a 50 feet, 15 feet, so Joe and uh, Ash are... Almost. <laughs> that's a, that's the downside of writing it down like you did. <laughs> yes. It's a... Uh, it's shit again. It is. So make a <laughs> fortitude saving roll. Uh, that is a natural Oof. three. It's a natural three. Is it? Yeah. I'm going to hear a point this. Okay. Better, better. That is a 18. Do I need to throw that for Joe as well? Yeah, just for Joe. 18. Can't see. Oof. It's uh, so now for one, eight total. Okay, so you have a regular fill. Okay. And you are now considered enfeebled. 
basically weaker. Uh, when you are enfeebled, you take a status penalty equal to your to the condition in this case one to your strength based rolls. So it, basically everything you're where you're using strength, it's minus one. Okay. Joe has a critical fill, so he has the same but with a minus two. Okay. Um, basically all his strength based things are minus two. Minus two. Yeah. Um, so for him it would be because his attacks are uh, finesse. They're dex based, so just the the bonus damage is reduced. Yeah, everything that's strength. Okay. So is uh, normal attacks become minus two? And so uh, athletics becomes minus two as well. Is damage is now a dice plus one, right? So mm-hmm. one d eight plus one or one d four plus one? Mm-hmm. Okay, those become minus one. Okay. Uh, but that's it. But wait, if it's strength and it's a finesse weapon, doesn't finesse still uses strength for the bonus? Oh, okay. Uh, okay. Does it? Yeah, it's so kind of weird. I thought as well it would be using dex, but yeah. from what I can tell, it still uses strength for the bonus damage. Does dex for the bonus uh, to hit? All right. Please not damaged. Yeah. All right. Hit me with your best shot. Yeah, finesse. Uh, use your strength yeah. modifier uh, for attack rolls, right. but uh, yeah. Oh, okay. So, um, she has one more point left. Um, she is. Can she do this? Nope. That's two action points. That's two. She can't do all this. Everything's two action points. She's just gonna attack. Me? She's going for Joe because he's hanging on the shoulder. Mm-hmm. So, uh, let's see. It's a natural one. What's his AC? Eighteen. So that's a fi- so that's a critical fail. Mm. So yeah, she kind of fumbles around trying to hit Joe, but um, it's just so awkward and she's just kind of flailing around and she- you don't really see, but you hear her like smack herself. Well. And next up is Elendor. Elendor. Hmm. Need to quickly check up if my acid arrow does splash damage. Uh. Acid's on it. Acid splash. No, Acid Arrow does not. In that case, I'm going to... Yeah, start that's persistent. Yeah, start off with uh, casting Acid Arrow at it. Okay. Don't fail me now. Got a first roll to five. Well, it's a six, so... You fail. <laughs> I'm going to hero point that. <laughs> that is a 16. Uh, which misses? I think. There's no field. No, there's not a, a field. And I'm going to use my remaining action points to move behind cover. Okay. Um, yeah, there's a few walls, and so it's uh, easy enough to find some cover to. to over there. Uh, so next up is uh, Ash. I am going to. Uh, oh, uh, her invisibility drops. It drops after two. Uh, yeah, but attacked, right. so her okay. her own spell. Ah, okay. So you guys now see the actual okay. clear picture. The ugly green thing. I want to try something, but not yet. I'm gonna go for a clean hit the first time around. Of course, trying to evade Joe as much as possible. Is she nice. immune to crits? Uh, no. That's a natural twenty. <laughs> <laughs> That's a. Uh, uh, so how did this work again? Uh, it's the dice and the bonus double, right? Yeah, so just do your regular damage and the end, it's double. That's one. 
You're going to lop her in half. That's 6, 12, 32. Quick math. Math. Quick math. He oh, did indeed God. almost lob her into. Yeah, you... Uh, after her whack uh, towards Joe, she appears, and you use that moment to just... Yeah, just instantly, like, revert my movement, just... <laughs> and smack down. Uh, I'm, I'm just going to do the same thing again, and I, I'm going to ask a question first. If I want to plant a large javelin, which is just loosely hanging on my back, which I can just flick off, if I want to plant that javelin and just start grappling her and pulling her into it, is that two action points? I think you've done that move before. I have, multiple times. Yeah, with the sword, I think it was. Planting the, the javelin would be an action. Yeah, and then the, the grapple would And be the grapple would be an action. But actually starting to pull her in would also be an action. She's considered flanked, right? Yeah, flat-footed or flanked. Or I'm going to go for another attack. That's not going to hit. That is plus 9. That is a 16 minus 5. That's 11. Uh, misses. All right. Um, then I'm just going to try to pin her down. Uh, my last remaining move yes so basically I uh, Joe has her by the shoulders right yeah and uh, she she's sort of buckled over from the strike um yeah she's already kind of hunched over herself so okay um I wanna like uh, I kind of assume that her mouth is open right now um she's after barfing, she's closed it up again. Okay, uh, I, I slam her down by the chin and try to throw her down onto the ground so that Joe can, like, pin her down prone, if okay. possible. Come on. That is a 21. Uh, hits. That would just be a grapple, or, um, just to pin her down. Let's see, a grapple is this. Because I basically just lob all my strength in it and just slam her into the ground. Against their fortitude DC. Okay. Fails. She, she makes the save. Uh, you fail to grab your opponent. Uh, At 21? What? Well, her fortitude save. Jesus. It's a, it's a yeah, strong, strong creature. Strong. Strong woman. She's all about that hunch. Well, that's my turn. Uh, you're not raging, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Because well, how would I do thirty-two? You raged because con uh, before combat started, right? Yeah, I raged oh, okay. yeah. rage into my first strike. Yeah. No, I was counting up the, the action points, but um, you were raging before. Yeah. Uh, next up, Eleanor. My hunt parade does work now, right? Or do I need to like do it again? Does it like kick in when it becomes visible, or? I. Don't think her invisibility uh, is concealed. I think it doesn't. Technically, uh, you can use it on her if you. Uh, but you have to do the same. At least before, you had to do the same role. Mm. But now it's just like normal. Wasn't the hack already on parade then? Oh no, right? She well, I, I did right. do it the first time, but I, I, I was kind of vague uh, whether it worked or not. <laughs> Yeah, she uh, passed the uh, she passed the initial. So role. yeah, um, yeah. so she, it, she would be uh, haunted. Okay, uh. good. So <laughs> I want to move to wherever uh, my arrow landed uh, the when I missed the first time the vine arrow. That's uh, on the other side of uh, mm -hmm. the hack. I want to take it and then shoot it at uh, the hag. How many points did that take? Two or three? Uh, that would be. Three, your entire turn. One to move, one to grab, and one to shoot. Fair enough. I'll just do that. Um, but now you do have the bonus. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, that was my point. Which I don't know anymore. Uh, double damage. And shot. Mm-hmm. The first shot that hits. Or not is double, right? Yeah, yeah, twice, the 1D. Uh, uh, the 1D. Twice oh, 1D yeah, and eight. it's twi- uh, two attacks. To- yeah. Hunter shot, right? Yeah. Yeah, so that's two. Uh, you and the first two one strikes. is two 1D8. Um, yeah, and that's the, the other effect. So it's two attacks, and the first attack you hit, it does the... So, yeah, it's... Just, yeah. Just, just throw. Just, yeah. <laughs> it's basically a sneak attack with arrows. Oh, come Mom. on. Jesus fucking Christ. So, yeah, that's a nine. I miss again. Natural one. As per usual. That would be divine shot again. Um, right? Hunter shot yep. is two attacks, so you can make another... Yeah, but the vine shot is gone, right? With the first attack. Well, it's not gone. I miss it, but I have another one. Yeah. So grabbing the, the vine, it was an action, so she had one action point okay. left. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Got it. And then she can use hunter shot, so you can make another attack. But can I use another vine arrow to try then? Um, I... Yeah, firing the, the vine arrows is basically free. It's yeah, activating, okay. which is... Uh, yeah, I'll have to do that the next round. Assuming she's if around by that point. If it's in there, it's in there. Opposites, <laughs> opposites. Let's go. It's a 14. 14 misses. I'm going to lie down and die. <laughs> oh, come on. You can at least pick your stuff back up. <laughs> and she has to be close to ground for that, so... Yeah. Lie down, pick it up, then die. <laughs> Just roll up like a worm. So, next up is... It's mine too. Yeah, okay. Just to make sure. Uh, next up is the hag. Hag. The hag. Hag. All squares in 20 feet radius burst. You see her uh, start casting a spell, and she kind of like just smacks the ground, and all the vines and roots inside the uh, inside the hole start growing and just latching on to uh, to you guys. So uh, you, Joe, and Eleanor are all. Uh, Caught within the, the area. No reflex. It is a reflex save, yes. Oh, wait, no. Um, it's a reflex save at the start of your turn. So, um, oh, okay. You can leave it for now. But yeah, you are considered entangled for, for now. Can I attack as being entangled? Yeah, it's basically just your movement speed is minus 10. Okay. Uh, unless you do a critical fail, and then, it's, yeah, it's then it's mobilized, yeah. And you can use a action to escape, so that's uh, separate from the from the actual reflex. These numbers are placed weirdly. It's always one of those dice. She goes for another attack uh, at Joe. Oh, fuck's sake! <laughs> Rip kitty. Let's see Kitty-y where is it. Fine. Ah, a twenty-nine to hit. Jesus Christ! Yeah, that definitely hits. Um, this AC is eighteen, right? Yeah. Yeah, that's a crit. Yep. <laughs> Lucky Joe. Uh, that's 22 damage. Excuse me? 22 damage. Yes, what, 25? <sighs> yeah. <laughs> oh, and it's already at max, so... She kind of just slashes at him and leaves a giant gash, like, just the entire side of his... Uh, just his entire side. And the wound just kind of, like, cauterizes itself. Um... Elander. Right. Seeing the wench. Gonna repeat my actions. Acid arrow. Acid arrow. Using my last third level. Uh, it's not gonna hit, is it? I mean, she's flat-footed, right? Yeah. yeah. 
Okay, so would an 18 hit? Hit. Nice. Or 18? No, 18 doesn't. Even flat-footed? Yeah. Jesus. Oh, okay. We forgot oh, the one before damage. No, you can hold now. Mm-hmm. The Two. Yeah, it's something. Okay. In that case, that's the acid arrow gone. Let's see, what else can I do? I'm going to use my alchemical crossbow then. So I can't retroactively hero point, can I? Not really, uh, no. No. Alchemical crossbow. That's uh, no. That is a 15. Minus 5. Yeah, and misses. One charge down. Next That's up. my turn. Ash. Steerick. Or not. No, that's a 12. 11, sorry. I'm just going to do the same turn. I'm just going to strike twice and then try for her to grab. Okay. She is within grabbing range still, right? She yeah, if you're range. attacking, you, uh, she is. Are you kidding me? Yikes. What is wrong with this dice? That's a two and a one. What's wrong with this day? <laughs> okay, since my sanity is kind of low right now, I'm going to use my Cthulhu die, which is also a d20. For the the grab and smash. Okay. Oh, Seventeen. At least we're already at a cemetery. <laughs> <sighs> well, the situation was looking rather grave, wasn't it? I don't know. You're up. Okay. Um, I want to start by giving one point to Joe to make an attempt at um a bite and then get the fuck off. Okay. Wow. It's a 17. Mm, misses. Well then get the fuck off. <laughs> and get the fuck off, yeah. He is considered entangled. Is he? Um, everyone in the hole basically. You are as well. So he's entangled um, on Oh, I didn't of. make my reflex safe, by the way. Oh no, you didn't. Uh, but it doesn't matter, it's only for the movement. Immobilized oh, okay. still gives you the option, so it's just for the movement. Um, I'm just going to see... Uh, oh, a reflex save for, for Joe. Doesn't nope. count, doesn't count, doesn't count. Jeez, the amount of natural ones reminds me of that one session we had. There we go. That's better. That is Today a... This needs to be a day of extremes, doesn't it? 27. Okay, so he makes the save and basically he just leaps over everything uh, and makes it out of the, uh, the hole. Wow. Just... <laughs> Wow, such a cat. Many fire. Wow. <laughs> you see, like, fire and, like, blood passing by. <laughs> wow, much rainbow. Very sparkle. Wow. Wow. Oh, wow. 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 She turns towards you. Uh, Can I turn it over yet, buddy? Oh, yeah. She still has two. Yeah. Eleanor, keep going. <laughs> pew, pew. Um, I will... Um, Take my um, hunted shot. I'll miss anyway. I'll use regular arrows this time because I think that's just cursed. <laughs> Shooter! Shooter! <sighs> it seems like this is always the case. 14. <laughs> Potentially dangerous <laughs> encounter. Let's not do anything right. Yeah. yeah that's a Potentially lethal encounter. 11. Everything goes well. Still misses. And uh, I'm just gonna back away. 
Uh, make a reflex save. It's a 21. That makes it... Okay, so yeah, you just back off. Um, the, the vines kind of start grabbing for you, but you manage to just uh, just keep going in between them. Mm-hmm. She turns towards you. <laughs> and she starts reaching out towards you, but it doesn't seem to be a... Uh, like a like before, like the, the slashing attacks she used before. It's more like just one finger, uh, and she basically just pokes your forehead. <laughs> Boop. Make a... Uh, Will save. Oh no. Oh no, 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 dude. If this is what I think it is, I'm fucked. Go on. Hang on. 15. That's a normal failure. Okay. Okay, it could be worse. Could be a good failure. Yeah. Don't be petrified, don't be petrified. It's not petrified, so. Could be you. Feel your your skin kind of just start sagging and and uh, almost drooping. And, um, you guys see this happen, and it's almost like she just starts aging, and um, your skin and, and your appearance starts almost looking like this creature itself, just bubbly and ugly and almost deformed. She's turning to actual ash. <laughs> she is not. Um, you are now considered cursed. Oh no. So for combat, this doesn't really have a effect, but for gameplay-wise, you're basically just butt ugly, uh, which has a negative effect on people you meet until you uh, lift the curse. Right. Okay, Ash, we still love you for who you are. I, uh, I'm going ham. Uh, she still has one more uh, action, and she kind of takes her hand back and then goes for the slash. <laughs> <laughs> so now you're ugly and dead. Quick moth, quick moth, quicker moth. 27. Yeah. Uh, what are you doing? <laughs> Nervously rolling your dice. Yeah. A3 plus. She's old now. So it's eight, eight damage. <laughs> How much? Eight damage. Yeah, with that particular motion um, as well. The enfeeble uh, goes up to two. So the, the, the penalty is now two. Nice. Okay. Strike. Oh. Oh. Mm-hmm. That's eight. That's twenty-three. Hits. Hello, freaking yeah. Hello. It's nine. Plus eight. Seventeen. Twenty-seven. Yeah. She. She feels it. Um. He- I'm really feeling it. Spyro <laughs> <laughs> the Monado. <laughs> Wait, um, Elendor, you're still... Yeah, it's my turn first. (laughs) What are you doing? Damn it. It's it's dementia. I completely forgot the song. It's dementia. Oh, fuck you. It's the early onset dementia. (laughs) So I'm going to be a nice DM and just remember this is going to happen. If it's possible, you can just just say this happens on your turn. Okay. Yeah, this happens on my turn because I'm pissed. Okay. She's getting old. How she far away am I? 20-ish feet. How far you want to stay from the hole? She, she hasn't really moved from the center of this hole yet. Um, I, I stayed out of range for the, uh, for the vines, so I'm... Yeah, the vines are feet. only in the hole itself. So I'm 25 feet or so away. Yeah. In jet case, um, I will start out with a hydraulic push attack. Attack. 
that is a uh, 21. Um, first AC? Or? Yeah, versus AC. Uh, that hits. Or. Yeah, she's flat footed. Not anymore, because Joe. Uh, uh, she's still flat footed. Joe jumped off, but he didn't technically go anywhere. Okay, um, well then he's. Because that would have been another move. But yeah, I think 21 is her AC, so it still hits. Okay. Uh, would have been her AC. Uh, so, PD6 and a knockback. Nice. She suffers. 12 points of blood, no, 13 points of bludgeoning damage, and is knocked back 5 feet away from, away from me, uh, away from there. How, so how much was it? 5? Five? 5, uh, five feet, um, yeah. knocked back 5 feet, and she suffers uh, 13 points of uh, damage. You okay. make that knock her into me. Um, Aren't you out of range though, for her? Yeah, you're out of you range. are now basically... Slight, not co- uh, completely, but uh, more between them, because you ran past her to get your arrow, so you are standing on oh, his right. side yeah. of her. Yeah, okay, yeah, that's true. So if you use this, you basically knock her to the edge of the hole, mm-hmm. uh, with almost everyone standing on one side of her. Yeah. And then I'm going to use my last action to fire my alchemical crossbow again. Uh, that's a nope. Nine in total. No. A four. You better. Yeah. Yeah. So. So where does that put me? Um, five feet from her. So you have to make a reflex save. Well, if if it's five feet away, it would just be diagonal. So it would still be within five feet. It's five feet away from me. Mm, yeah, in that, that case, her. if it's diagonal, uh, you could still hit her. Okay. Uh, so yeah, you went for a attack with 27. Uh, 23, right? 23 or 27? 20 something. 23, yeah. 23? 23. Okay. That was the amount of damage you did, yeah. Yeah, 20 something, so. Okay, uh, so we have two more action points left. Steering. That is. 8. 24 minus 5, no, 19. Hits? Hits? Oh, no. I made a mistake. No, against him. Um, She has a plus one bonus for saves. So technically she made it, but um, fuck that. You hit. You sure? You hold A. 19? Yeah, hits. Oh, you're lucky that's worse. (laughs) (laughs) How does a 24 sound to you? Uh, Like a lot of damage. Um, It sounds like a how do you want to do this? Uh, basically, the second she gets pushed off, I just go down and rapidly spin twice around my axle. Okay, so it's nice to see a 12 pop up on a d12. <laughs> it's very sad. <laughs> I mean, our d12 very comfortable. We're gonna nice. kind of like combine the attacks, and you just go like a uh, like a spindle. For and lack of a better word, let it rip. Yeah, <laughs> and it's bit, you you chop at her and. It's just below the neck, but like you take a part of the shoulder and it just almost cleave through. Keep going and cleave in half. So it just like uh, like her top with like one arm uh, attached flops to the back and her her abdomen kind of flops to the front and her legs they just kind of keep standing there. 
She Beybladed her head off. Um, all the while looking like your grandma. <laughs> <laughs> Imagine that, yeah. Don't you wish your and grandma was... Eventually it all just kind of collapsed and uh, there's like this... Just There's not even normal blood, but just more like green acre coming out and it just smells awful. And as it hits the ground, you see the vines kind of just start dying out, just completely withering and, and crumbling down. Um, same as the, uh, the wall. You see the wall kind of just start dying down and, and falling over. Uh, great success. Combat is over. Great success? How does my skin look? If I look at my hands... Almost. No change. It's okay. still but ugly. Well, I'll start off by um, walking up to Joe, casting Heal. Actually, no, I'll just cast heal for a... I, I just want to point something out before I get started. I may have gotten cursed, but I actually didn't lose any HP. Everything was temporary. It was my rage bonus and my ring. It's the first battle that that has happened. <laughs> you don't take any damage. Yeah, I haven't taken any damage myself. Just eight points of damage. I got plus five from the ring, plus five from the rage. Does anyone else need healing aside from do- uh, Joe? No, just Joe. Okay. Just Joe, I cast heal. Okay. That is, at first level, that is uh, 15 points healed. Yes. Um, so yeah, you can uh, hide down. Sorry. 15. Oh, 15. All right. I've been petrified by hags a few times too many. So uh, when I saw the boop, I was like, oh, no, no, no not again. <laughs> I go, no, no, no. Okay. So how do you guys uh, want to proceed? You? Uh, I walked to Elendar and... Uh, I basically show him the visage. You got anything against this? Uh, let me double check. Certainly not magical. She just booped me on the forehead and won't feel like I'm ready for retirement. Nope, don't think so. You know of a way that we might be able to change this? Um, we might be able to go to a uh, cleric or something. A place with magical healing uh, in town. Alright, I uh, take a deep breath. Uh, put my bear cloak on, flip the hood up, and put the uh, shawl across my face. I take, I take, I take the shawl down. You look like a wise old sh- shaman, like this. <laughs> I keep the shawl up. First things first, though. Um, I'll grab my uh, kukri and I'll uh, lop off its head. Oh uh, well, it's basically. I did that for you. You didn't you cut like more like this? So it's like a head and a single arm. <laughs> But I'll, you can, cut, I'll cut the arm off. <laughs> right, well, we have proof of our kill. Maybe now that we're safe, we can look around a bit to see if there's stuff uh, we can take with us. Uh, yeah, sure. Uh, meanwhile, I just check up on Joe and retrieve my vine arrows. Don't want to leave those behind. Joe is quite shaken up by, by this ordeal, uh, but the healing spell really... Uh, Passed him up, kind of. Yeah, it's, it, he's... Still a bit shaken, but uh, it seems to be doing okay. I did put those back in the bag. It's such a weird habit of mine. A big combat encounter and just immediately chug my dice into my bag. <laughs> oh yeah, we're done. Stress done. No, just go. It's the dementia. Early must onset. Be. That was it. Well, um, can I look around to see if there's anything uh, that would look like it would be of value? Um, make a uh, perception. That is a 17. Looking through her 
well, what's left of her, and just I stay the fuck away from her body. Her body, okay, just the pl- uh, the place itself. Yeah, you don't find really anything besides what you've already seen. So there's the the, the small, well, room-ish. She uh, there was in the in the uh, in the room upstairs or in, in the corner, but that's about it. I grab the last remaining torch I have, light it, and set the body on fire. I assist with produce flame. Okay, so yeah, um, between the two of you, you you burn the body, and it, it's a weird, almost chemical smell, or just like very rotten, very just nasty, and she, she kind of starts almost like melting, and pieces kind of just droop off. It's kind of gross. Mm-hmm. But yeah, um, she just kind of burns and she she keeps on burning and smoldering uh, but um, in the meantime can I recall can I try to recall whether or not I know uh, what happened to me and if I can change it back to some extent make a either arcane uh, arcana uh, religion or occultism check I mean I could probably help out with that yeah if you want it's a nine that is a, uh, of course, when we don't need it, it's a uh, 27, natural 20. So, yeah, you don't really know much about uh, curses and, and such. Uh, just magic as a, a whole is just not your, your fort. Elondor, for backstory reasons, knows precisely what's going on here. <laughs> um, and as he explains to you, um, there's several forms and ways of cursing. Either a direct curse like this, or a cursed object which kind of like binds to you. But there's always the same way. Um, usually they are permanent, so almost uh, none of the curses are for a set period of time, unless the effect simply has a, a time time to it. But usually there is a, a set of conditions or a specifically or is just a something you have to do to lift the curse. There are magical ways to lift it, um, but you need to find higher level priests or clerks or someone who can really dispel it. But yeah, in a non-magical way to lift the curse, there is a condition you have to meet. I don't know if it's like sacrificing a baby or something. (laughs) Basically, it's kind of like included in the curse, so um, each curse has its own way of, uh, of lifting. Would he know what that would be for hags? Depends on the curse. So a single hag might be able to uh, cast uh, several curses. All of them have their own effect and own conditions. To okay, did she say anything or um, was it just boop? Would I have been able to understand that speaking Sylvan? Mm, no, the language she spoke wasn't uh, one you recognize. Or which languages do you speak? I speak uh, common dwarven, elven and sylvan. No, you, you okay. don't recognize. You have Halit, I think. And you? Um, I just have common and elven, and then I can pick one per day, but that's in, okay. like in the morning. Um, which language did you choose in the morning? Uh, well, in this case, dwarven, because we're in a, like a dwarven. Okay, yeah, no, none of you um, uh, understand the language. Would it be able to memorize the words? Um, Make a. Um, I do. I do want to state that I was raging while this was happening. Yeah. So it's. Let's see. Rage. Like I can't use concentration things. 
You can use actions with the concentrate trait unless they have uh, also have the rage trait. You can seek while raging. After you stop raging, you lose the, any remaining temporary hit points, yada yada yada. But it also says, uh, oh no, wait, it doesn't say that I can't like remember things. Make a, um, just a general intellect, intelligence. See, if you remember. That's a 10. You vaguely rem recall her mumbling something, but. Not the exact words. No, it, it was a language you didn't speak, so... It wasn't really paying attention, yeah. That's yeah. Fair. So, does any of you know where I can find someone who can lift this? When you guys went around town, was there a uh, a church or something where this kind of stuff could find be a temple? You passed one. You think there is a small temple in the uh, in the town. Not, not major. It's more of a... It's not really a religious community or something, so... There is a temple but just a smaller one. We can always check their mouse there. Yeah, and if not, if where we're going is going to have as many heroes as... That's true. We can and then we might find someone in Breach <clears throat> yeah, And if not, we can always go on uh, to the capital city of Isker and uh, mm -hmm. I ask the Pathfinder Society that for help there. Um, how about everyone make a society check? Recall knowledge. See if anyone just... Maybe not speak, but at least recognize the language. I am going to use my second hero point. Better. 19. 10. 6. What are you? 19. 19. Um, so you, you don't speak it, and you don't really... Re I can be like, oh, this sounds... Yeah, it's hard to remember the exact wording. Mm -hmm. um, but the... Let's see... It sounded like a, a quite a uncommon language, which mm -hmm. kind of make it, makes it pop out, and you recognize it as Eklo. Okay. Um, a language spoken mostly by evil fae and and just otherworldly monsters. Mm -hmm. But yeah, you didn't really hear it well enough to remember the words, uh, even phonetically. Mm -hmm. Just it sounded vaguely like uh, like Eklo. Um, with would make sense for a hack. All right. Well, this is just how it's going to be for a while. Yeah. At least we can pull a grandma stunt here and there. Yeah, I mean... Start a rumor about a killer grandma in bar fights in this town. <laughs> Start a rumor about a grandma that can outdrink dwarves. So, what you said was that I either needed to recognize how I was cursed to get it lifted or get it lifted magically, right? Yeah, that would be it. So, church, temple would be our best bet? That would be our best bet immediately. Yeah. And if not, we have connections make a now. Make a detour to the Pathfinder Society. Yeah. See if we can get it lifted. How much does it cost to lift a curse? Everything. All, all of it. You have to enter a bargain with another hag. <laughs> Fuck. Shit. Fifteen babies. I'm okay with that. <laughs> <laughs> Fifteen, only fifteen. Only wow, fifteen. That's cheap. It's a bargain. For now, let's head back to town. Yep. And in the brief moment before, or after you two head out, Amador kind of stays there, in front of the fire, the burning, uh, burning hag remains. Checks over their shoulder, makes sure that you guys are out of the place. Takes their mask off, spits on the fire, curses something in silver, mask back on, walks out. 
And as we're walking, I start, like, bandaging up certain parts of skin that are exposed. Um, yeah, it's temporary, so most wounds are already kind of just... No, just, like, the exposed skin. Just the old skin. Yeah. Oh, okay, yeah. Um, she insecure. She doesn't want anyone to see her saggy tats. So, yeah, um, basically I'm you're... flat as it is, but... Well, tats as in tattoos. Oh. <laughs> Why was that the first thing you tits went to? Tats. Why do you think? <laughs> I mean, true. You know who you're talking to. Yeah, right? I know. So it's not as bad as this, uh, but your skin is basically is has the same just like like texture, old leathery, leathery, old. The, 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 the warts, the the bumps, and uh, your your face kind of also just kind of yeah. I start and bandaging stuff up. You're just like you know, 82 now instead of 22. 82 and a bit of frog. <laughs> you basically look like a a uh, a very fit version of this. <laughs> you look like I, I, I just lived <laughs> um, but yeah as we start walking I start bandaging up like the uh, the really exposed parts like uh, the midriff the arms and stuff like that uh, as we're walking taking bits of armor off putting some band-aids on it and putting the armor back on someone roll a survival check to see if you guys make it uh, back without getting lost that's better that's a 25. Yeah, easy. Um, it, it, would it was kind of easy, just uh, the, the way itself was mostly follow the road and... Yeah. and follow the scorch patches back. Yeah. <laughs> At what time would we... Uh, Considering the entire yeah. fight, it's uh, somewhere in the middle of the night by now, with how long you guys were stuck in, in the... Um, hmm. It seems to be very quiet in town. It's not huge, so there's not like uh, a, a crowded nightlife. Uh, but just some some random people you see just uh, still. Good news then, I suppose for you, uh, Ash. No one's gonna be able to see you. Yeah, I'm okay with them seeing me. Like this. Yeah. Bandage to say otherwise, but we'll um, head to the mayor in the morning. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna see if the temple is still open. Yeah, um, most temples and uh, medical places are always open, so. Um, as you head there, um, I'm uh, gonna follow Ash and see. Uh, okay. What's what's up? What? Or at least what they might be able to do. Um, as you enter the temple, um, there's a few dwarves, um, just uh, mostly just cleaning up a bit. It's very quiet. Um, there's like two of them cleaning up, and and you see one of them kind of just, uh, um, uh, working at the altar. And as you enter the um, the one at the altar kind of turns around and ah gets this late and comes up to you and as she approaches you already see her kind of um, start looking at you and kind of slightly cocks her head and you seem to have befallen some misfortune uh, yeah you could say that you is could anybody, say that is there anyone here capable of lifting curses I can give it a try but this feels like a quite a hefty <laughs> curse. Uh, I'm afraid. Um, come, come right up, and she she leads you um, to towards the altar. Mm-hmm. And, um, she kind of sits you down there and wait here for a moment and uh, take the hood off and take the shawl down. Um, even before actually seeing you, she already seemed to have noticed the uh, the it's curse like aura. More, yeah, yeah, more of like a feeling. Um, 
And she goes in the back, uh, comes back with a another dwarf. A, this one seems a lot older, like a, a just a very big white beard and uh, a big bushy beard, like dwarven version of Gandalf. He starts. Uh, he introduces himself as the uh, the head priest, and after examining you f- uh, for a bit, how how did this befall you? I mean, I sense it's a very strong curse, but would I know what we find? Um, roll a occultism. Thirteen. You're not sure. Um, the best you can describe it, he looked like me, but it's green and hunched over. And I uh, tell her, uh, tell them, like I got touched in the forehead, and this happened. And she uttered something. Would he have told? Uh, would you have told me what language it was? Um, not. I suppose that Alanda would have joined you guys, or joined you uh, at the church. Um, we, in services of the town, we um, we combated a uh, hag. It was a hiding. As, as you mentioned, hag, you see him, kind of just. And the curse shock. was muttered in uh, in Aklo, If that says anything to you. He kind of strokes his beard, and I'm I'm gonna try, but I I I'm gonna try and. He starts uh, setting up some candles and just uh, starts preparing on a ritual. And after about ten minutes, you you've all sense like the, the magic kind of build up around you. And as it starts reaching a, a just a, a peak, it almost just shatters. And you, you see the the priest kind of stumble back and then fall on his butt. And I help him up. Uh, thank you. Uh, you're gonna need someone stronger. I mean. This is a, a quite a potent curse. Would you know anyone that could? I mean, this is quite a, a this is not a, a big town for 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 religious for temples for. We were headed uh, towards Breachium after this. Perhaps you know anybody there? Or Isgard, for that matter. Or Isgard. I think your best bet would be a a bigger or a, at least a a major city okay. like Isgard Isgard yeah it's, this town is simply too small for, for this um, I'm, I'm not well equipped or trained for, for these kind of happenings um, go go to a major city and explain what you just told me make sure you mention it's a a green hack it's a make sure to remember the language you said it Aklo, Aklo. make sure you you mention these they I'm not an expert in curses, but all these things hint towards how to lift it. Um, he, he gives a small uh, explanation, explanation similar to what you told about most curses. Either you have to have a very strong priest or cleric dispel it, or you need to find and fulfill, fulfill the conditions. Yeah, and you seem to me to be a well-learned man. Um, have you perchance heard of ways that we will be able to discover what the terms of the curse are? Hags are a, a nasty bunch. Usually, Tell me about it. depending on the exact hag, you can either negotiate or at least try to have a conversation with them. Yeah, no, that's not going to work. Yeah, you might. Bits of acre, just maybe a different hag or a or a witch, someone who who's more proficient with curses, might be able to tell you the conditions to meet it. The only thing I can think of is 
find the cleric a, a strong one. This 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 is a a way too potent for for me. So either find a witch or go to Isgard. Do you know any of, of any witches nearby? Any occult magical practitioners? Um, not in this town, but. Where, where are you guys heading? Uh, we were planning initially to go to Breach Hill after uh, we completed this quest. And following that, we were going to be going to Iskar. Yeah. Hmm. Um, Valerie's stuff was strictly alchemical, right? Yeah. yeah. Mm. She was a, her mother was accused of being a witch, but she was a surgeon, an alchemical practitioner. I, Breach Hill. I don't think Breach Hill will have someone capable, but they are a, a village or a town proficient with adventurers. So I think they would know more about how to deal with this. Um, be able to point us in a more specific direction. Okay. Yeah, the only thing I can think of is go to uh, Eladir, the, the, the capital of uh, Isgur. Uh, but that's way beyond Breach Hill. So my best bet, asking Breach Hill, probably they'll point you further up up to Eladir, but no, maybe maybe they'll have someone there. I mean, they yeah, as I said, they're a town full of ad- adventuring people, so they they have more of the just well versed for for anything of this nature. All right. Well, thank you for your time. Thank you for trying. And I'm sorry I can't help. Really, it's fine. Um, and I take my leave. Okay. We follow. And head towards the end. So considering the time, um, how do you guys want to proceed from here? I'd say wrap it up here, do the level up, and then proceed further with yeah. the next session. Okay, so yeah, for next session, we'll say we'll, uh, we'll be from this end. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, you can think of if there's anything you want to do still in this town. Yeah. We can do it now. Uh, so the next session, we can just yeet off. Were there any... No, the bookstores are closed. But I suppose that before we, uh, we can, we can just we can just take it yeah. from here. We can just next do it. time. Yeah. Yeah. From that we leaving, from leaving okay. the yeah, temple. So yeah. In that case, we'll do the the leveling up and uh, call it. Call it. All right.